Welcome to the Tactical Tool Belt Climate Tech Podcast. On this show, we focus on how the real estate industry, the world's single largest emitter of greenhouse gases, can leverage climate tech to become part of the sustainability solution. I'm your host, Greg Smithies. I'm a partner on the climate tech team at Fifth Wall, the largest and most active venture investor in technology for the real estate industry. In this podcast, we'll be joined by people on the front lines, the people inventing, investing in, and deploying the climate tech we'll need to make our homes, offices, and communities more efficient, more sustainable, and ever closer to carbon zero. Hi, everybody, and uh, welcome to the show this week. I have the fantastic opportunity to talk to Luis Perez, who is the founder and CEO of Remove, who make it super simple to upcycle. Um, maybe before we jump into what you actually do at the company, um, it would be fantastic to hear a little bit more about you and you know, how you got to found the company and uh, where you're from. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me on, Greg. Uh, so I'm originally Venezuelan. I moved to the U.S. to I studied computer engineering at Michigan. And then I worked a little bit on everything from uh, logistics and strategy consulting. I then uh, got an MBA from uh, Wharton in Philly. And I worked in finance in New York for many years. Um, my passion had always been to start a company. And uh, I was finally able to do that when uh, I was able to sponsor myself for a visa, which was the biggest hurdle. And then my wife decided to come to school here in uh, California, which is why we moved out here. And it was actually there that the original idea for Remove came up. Yep, in- incredible. And and it's actually, it's a completely small world because I knew your wife in in college and then you went to Wharton where where I went. So you, you can't get away from this small sort of Silicon Valley world out here. It's, it's a little crazy. But yeah, may- maybe then let's let's jump into, into Remove. So if you could kind of describe what is the problem you guys are trying to solve, what is that? Sure. So, I mean, I think we can all agree that we have a problem of clutter. I mean, all of us, both on the residential and the commercial side, our helms are just filled with stuff. And that has become even bigger as, you know, we've had one click buying. You know, now you want something, all you do is you turn it around, you click something, it's your doorstep. Uh, So it is easy to collect stuff, but it is a pain to get rid of it. Um, And that's one of the reasons why, you know, we put, you know, self-storage unit, uh, self-storage industry has been one of the fastest growing ones in the U.S. because we collect, collect, and we need a place to put all that stuff. Um, And then at some point, we we need to deal with that stuff. And at some point, usually you just throw it away. Because if you think about the amount of time it takes you to actually, like, sell something, it's about four hours for one item, which if you have one item, great. But if you have 10, I mean, that's a whole week's work. Um, in fact, furniture is the number one least recycled household item. And we're, you know, us as a community in the U.S., we put away over 10 million tons of furniture into waste every year, which is a huge environmental impact. And is one of the biggest sources of, uh, of climate change impact from the real estate industry. Um, and um, the, the, the fact is that we often ignore clutter. I mean, you know, you buy all the stuff, you use it for a little while, you put it in your closet and you forget about it, except then that grows and grows. And usually there's a trigger for when people need to deal with it. And think about when you have to move, when you have to downsize, when you need to redecorate and suddenly it becomes a huge problem. And especially it's especially a problem because we already know when people move, it is one of the three most stressful times in a person's life. So not only you have to get rid of all this stuff, now you're also moving all the stuff. It is hell. Yep. Wait, what, what's the saying? It's like, it's, it's divorce, having a kid and moving are like number one, two, and three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a family members. Yeah. It's, and it is true. I mean, 
we know because sometimes we we see it when we have clients calling us and you can see this is desperation. Um, and the solutions that people have nowadays is, you know, DIY, which is, you know, I'm going to go ahead. I'm selling my house. Uh, you know, I got my real estate agent. I got my mover. Great. Uh, and now I'm going to get rid of all my other stuff. So I try to post it on Craigslist. I post it on Facebook and I try to do it myself. Uh, problem is time consuming. And also if you have different types of items, you should not be selling everything through like Craigslist. The second solution is, you know, use junk it all away. You know, you call a junk hauler, they come in, you pay them, they throw it all away. It's bad for your pocket, bad for the environment, bad for pretty much everyone. And then the third one is uh, what I call the Argentinian debt solution, which is you put it in storage and you say, I'm going to deal with it later. Um, and that's how it goes, which is usually probably the most expensive one long term. Um, so... And essentially, and it is a huge problem. You think about the number of people that are moving in the U.S. every year, the number of people that are downsized and liquidated in states. And it's not just residential. It's also all of it on the commercial side. Uh, so it is a huge problem. Yep. I, I'm, I'm actually reminded I was literally having this conversation last night with my mother-in-law. She doesn't like her fridge. She wants to buy a new fridge. Her current fridge is actually probably worth, I'd say, maybe about $1,000 because it's one of those like super expensive sub-zero models. It's just, you know, a couple of years old, right? She just hates the form factor. And she literally just wants someone to hold it away because she doesn't want to deal with having to sell it. Um, and my sister-in-law then volunteered, fine, if I can sell it for you on Craigslist, can I get the money, right? Um, but it's, I, I feel like those sorts of conversations are happening every single day, millions of times around America in, you know, on the residential side for consumers, but then also, frankly, for commercial stuff. When, um, when a company moves out of a large office space, right, the number of times, say, if you're in a WeWork and you see some, some company moves out of it and they just, like, leave everything, right, they, they, because they don't have any easy way to deal with it. So maybe do you have any numbers here about how much of a problem this is, how big is this? And in terms of, I don't know, landfill space and haulage and all of that stuff, if we could do something better, how big is the real opportunity to solve this? Yeah, it's, um, so it is huge. I mean, if you think about it in the US, about 40 million people move every year. Um, and then we, another one of our segments is about, about one out of every 10 adults in the US has a self-storage unit. One of the big things we do is a lot of times help people that have a storage unit and they've been paying that for, you know, five years every month. And at some point they're like, I'm done with this. I just want to close it down. So one out of every 10 adults, um, 80% of companies now are planned to allow some way to allow people to work remotely. And they're going to shift down or downsize somewhat how they're going to operate their offices. 70% of Americans plan to redecorate over the next two years. Um, and one of the, one of our main segments that we work with, one of the main demographics is actually baby boomers. In the U.S., every day, 20,000 people turn 65. And as you know, when that happens is usually you're downsizing. So you're going from that big five-bedroom house to like a, you know, a two-bedroom house. And there's all the stuff that's going away. And, you know, every day there's about 10,000 that are turning 65. And that's going to happen for the next 20 years. So um, it is a monster. And uh, and even bigger beyond the moving, there's on this uh, upcycling, decluttering. Uh, about 91% of Americans engage on a spring cleaning on a yearly basis. Wow. Wow. Yeah, th this, this is monstrous. Okay, so I think we buried the lead for, for, for long enough. Um, what is it that Remove actually does and, and how do you guys solve this massive problem? Yeah, so Remove is the complete upcycling solution. What we do is that we essentially collect anything that someone is looking to sell donate and recycle. 
So you can think of us as a combination of white love consignment for everything with hassle-free donations and a junk removal. So what we realized is that what people wanted is I want to be able to click a button and I want all my stuff to just disappear. Whether you're a, a, a homeowner, a, a, a landlord, I want my headache gone because that headache is what's taking up my time. That's what's taking up my money. I want to click a button and make it all disappear. So that's what we do. We go in, we take everything. And then once we collect all the inventory, the stuff that can actually be resold, we have a system that allows us to very quickly process inventory, extract metadata, price it, and then match it to resale marketplaces. And then once it sells, the owner receives 50% of the resale value. And then we also handle the donations that get the customer the donation receipts. And we also do as, you know, we try to decommission the items as responsibly as possible. So, you know, we give people their space back and ideally money as well. That, that's incredible. Do you have any data here on, uh, I don't know, to me, obviously, I've got a climate tech lens here, but there must be some significant amount of stuff that you are diverting from the landfill because you are making it so much easier for people to donate and, uh, and sell, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we're a small company. I mean, we're currently serving both the Phoenix and the, the, Bay, the whole Bay Area and Phoenix markets, hoping to expand a bunch. Uh, but even as small as we are, we've already been able to reduce a CO2 by about 300 metric tons, uh, which is equivalent to about, what, 650,000 trees absorbed per year. We've also eliminated about, um, it's about 600,000 kilograms of O3, which is smog, and, or diverted about 2,000 metric tons of items from landfill. That's incredible. And just basically two markets with, uh, with a couple of year old startup, right? Exactly. That, that's huge. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, in terms of uh, the, the climate impact, it's just uh, from um, a, a climate impact, a reuse it is the most effective way to actually impact the climate. It is more effective than recycling, more effective than anything else, because it not only helps kind of not produce something again, which is what we generate, anything that's bad for the environment, but it also puts something back into the economy, increases the productivity of the economy, and it actually makes it accessible. It actually, there's a lot of research that shows that it actually allows for um, lower income groups to actually buy better products. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, there's, there's kind of the saying of you know, like, if, if you buy fewer nicer things, those nicer things last longer. But then there's a sort of a, a quid pro quo to that or a corollary to it, which is you actually need efficient secondhand markets to be passing all of those things on, right? Um, so that you actually can extract the full value from those products through their potentially very long life cycle, right? Like the sub-zero fridge that I'm going to have to deal with getting rid of, right? Which is, uh, I, I would guess, probably going to keep trucking for another 20 years. Those things are built like a tank. Um, yeah, fan fantastic. And then from the you know corporate real estate point of view, you mentioned that uh, this is actually a pretty big problem for landlords when you know uh, their corporate tenants move out and, and things like that. So maybe talk a little bit about how you're helping out on the on the corporate side of things too. Yeah, so um, a lot of our growth has actually been by partnering with uh, real estate partners. So that includes everything from uh, pro uh, property managers, real estate companies, you know, real estate brokers, interior designers, stagers. So anyone that's actually helping those clients that are going to need our service. So, for example, on the commercial side, we are working a lot with uh, helping uh, commercial real estate brokers or property managers um, facilitate the move-in and the move-out proce uh, process of tenants. Uh, on the move-in side is a service uh, that allows the move-in easier and make it easier for the new tenant that wants to move into this property. And then on the move-out side, it makes it easier so that they reduce the amount of waste that they're leaving behind and you know leaving it for the landlord to solve afterwards. Um, and it is also making it ideally it's going to reduce the cost of the move out process for that tenant as well. 
And on the residential side, what we've seen it is that it's becoming a way to actually build community. Uh, so, for example, for a residential building, uh, having remove as a service offered for tenants uh, kind of builds a whole sustainability side around the community. It brings a, a way for like different residents to actually book services at the, at the same time to like reduce their cost. Uh, so there's a lot of advantages both on the commercial side and on the on the residential side. Yep, yep. This reminds me in uh, the uh, 2008 implosion, I managed to pick up a nice sort of $1,500 Aeron share from a company going out of business for like 50 bucks, and I've still got it, um, and it's and it's going strong. But without a, a fantastic sort of uh, secondhand marketplace like this, um, those things would would end up in uh, in the landfill, right? And uh, that, that's something that we should really be thinking about in, in how do we avoid things getting into landfill. Every every ton of stuff that doesn't go into the landfill is a ton of stuff that either we're recycling or reusing, and both of those things are just fantastic for, for the environment. Um, great. So, you know, I, I think from my from my point of view, this is one of those companies where I came into it thinking like, ah, this is just 1-800-JUNK. You know, what, what's so interesting about it? Um, and then instead got to the point where now I'm thinking like, why don't I have this across the entire country? I want this in every single market. I just did a move now and uh, I can tell you we downsized quite a lot and did, did a bunch of spring cleaning and it would have been incredible to have this service, right? Um, but yeah, with, with that in mind, uh, where, where can people find you and uh, learn more about your service? And uh, maybe also where are the next markets that you're going after? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you can send me an email. It's Luis, that's L-U-I-S at removeit.com, R-E-M-O-O-V-I-T.com. That's also the website. If you're interested in, uh, you know, if you're interested in doing something for your partners, for your clients, uh, send me an email. And then uh, we are looking to expand hopefully one more market this year and about, you know, five or 10 next year. We're looking at uh, San Diego, Seattle, Denver, Texas. So one of the challenges right now is that we keep on getting inbound interest from different areas and uh, we're trying to decide which way to go. Yep. I mean, that's a, that's a good problem to have. I think uh, with the amount of time people have spent in their houses over COVID and the amount of uh, uh, irate hours people have probably spent staring at the clutter in their living room that maybe they weren't doing in any other year, this, this must have been a bit of a boom year for you, right? And, and also, frankly, the amount, of, uh, the amount of people moving. And on the commercial side, it was huge because sadly, there were a lot of companies that had to like downsize. So that also became a boost uh, on our end. Yeah, absolutely. Well, fantastic. It was it was great to learn a little bit more about RemoveIt. Um, so you can find them at RemoveIt.com. That's R-E-M-O-O-V-I-T.com. Luis, thanks very much for taking the time. This was fantastic. Thank you, Greg. Thanks for listening to Fifth Wall's Tactical Tool Belt Climate Tech Podcast. For more on Fifth Wall and our efforts in climate tech, visit our website at fifthwall.com.